Hello and welcome to another episode. My name is Richard Arsenault and I'll be your host for this podcast. Today I have with me Naweed Adelier. How's it going? Yeah, all good, thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Glad you can come on. So let's start and maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself. Cool. So I'm 22 years old. Um, I'm originally from Afghanistan. And uh, uh, my family moved to England when I was two years old, and that's where I grew up. So I studied, played football, and just graduated from university. Nice, nice. And I'm also a fruitarian. I suppose that's uh, probably something something uh, that we'll discuss uh, <laughs> a little further in the yeah, talk. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So um, let's get right into it. When did you adopt a plant-based lifestyle? So it was just over two years ago now. It was March 2017 mm-hmm. when I, I really sort of changed changed the way I, I was dealing with food and and that sort of affected everything, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. So what made you go plant-based and were there any doubts? <laughs> so... Uh, Quite a few reasons, actually. In the in the past in the past few years, um, maybe like four years ago, I kind of came across fasting and intermittent fasting, and I was just aware of like uh, became aware of how sort of beneficial it can be. So I was sort of playing around a bit with that, and um, you know, I noticed how it would just generally increase my energy levels quite a lot. Um, but for, for a while, actually, although I was doing fasting, um, I wasn't exactly aware about, about veganism or even about um, sort of eating fruit rather than a snack more as a meal. So I wasn't aware of that. And then I'd noticed that after sort of doing fasting, what I'd break my fast with would sometimes leave me feeling like not optimal. And so I sort of experimented with diet quite a lot and I couldn't find what was what was working, you know, like even even like vegetables like loads of different types of meals sorry about that (laughs) um so yeah i I just didn't quite have it with food um and i noticed that i was getting bloated from from like foods like pasta stuff like that and Mm -hmm. and this really affected me um emotionally and spiritually Uh, for a while actually i started I, i sort of developed a problem with food um and I just, you know, it, nothing was working for me. Mm-hmm. And this really got me down because I was thinking, you know, I'm going to end up sort of just like everyone else. Like, you know, because I realized that food obviously affects how you look. And mm-hmm. I noticed I was starting to gain a bit of weight. My metabolism was slowing down. And this was really bothering me. So I was like looking at loads of different diets, trying loads of different things. But like none of them were working, you know, and like I was I was in a point where I wanted something for the long term and I, I was determined to find this thing. Um, and so this led me on a whole spiritual journey, like, you know, <laughs> aside from the food thing, um, which kind of led me to Peru. And in Peru, I I sort of did a ceremony with a Native American shaman Um ceremony with ayahuasca and that sort of opened up my mind and my soul to like uh realms beyond this one nice and long story short 
like those visions sort of really projected to me that I need to purify my body. Um, and that in turn will purify my soul and everything else. And so it was, it was sort of through spirituality and purification that sort of led me to a plant-based diet and more so with the fruits, you know? Yeah, for sure. Nice. Nice. So, um, did you initially go plant-based for health environment or ethical reasons? So when I did make the switch, um, it like it was when I discovered fruitarianism and sort of realized that you can live live on eating just fruit. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was everything combined, um, sort of all in one. Uh, the way I felt, mm -hmm. the ethics behind it, um, and of course the environmental issues. So I think it was, I, I wouldn't specifically say it was one thing or yeah, another. Yeah, like, for sure. I think that equally important nice well i'll tell you what you i think you're the first one that said all three combined at once <laughs> 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 which is awesome that's awesome so um what was your food style like prior to going plant-based so growing up um sort of afghans generally eat like a very similar way like i mm -hmm. i grew up eating uh sort of a decent amount of fruit so i always loved fruit and mm -hmm. i was a healthy a healthy person um and sort of foods that my mom would cook is sort of some of the afghan dishes which which can sort of consists of rice as a as a staple with stuff like uh, potatoes um, some cooked vegetables um, some cooked lentils soups um and some like some meats and stuff here and there. Um, so I suppose generally it was sort of I was healthy and and was already eating like some plant plant based foods, mm -hmm. uh, as well as some meats, which you know has changed now. Um, sure. But sort of as I became a teenager, my food changed as well because when I stepped away from what my mom was cooking, as I kind of got into weightlifting and started with the protein shakes and. You know, <laughs> stuff like that yeah for sure i can uh definitely relate to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh as soon as you start going to the gym eh, it's oh well i gotta buy some protein powder <laughs> it's a trap you kind of fall into <laughs> yeah for sure um so how did you feel after going plant-based? Uh, were you affected physically, mentally after making that change, including any struggles? Yeah, it changed instantly. And every single day, sort of, I noticed that my heart was sort of being opened more and more. And I was eating very intuitively. Mm -hmm. And I really realized that when I'm not hungry, I don't need to eat. And sort of when I would feel the the urge to eat it would just be super simple like you know some some simple fruits um and it was mostly just fruit so i transitioned with fasting and just sort of eating intuitively mm -hmm. with fruits as the base and some some sort of cooked fruit like aubergines and okra and sort of occasionally some beans and stuff mm -hmm. but like the focus was on fruit and and it 
it's sort of I noticed how my vision improved, my hearing improved, my focus, my sort of sense of uh, um, sort of uh, just my psychic abilities and understanding other people and sort of knowing how to deal with particular situations that sort of developed. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, you know, becoming a superhero, like sort of all these superpowers kind of uh, coming to you, you know, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's quite the change once you, you jump into it. It's, um, it can be pretty mind blowing, <laughs> depending on where we come from, too, right? Yeah, it really is, and it's really amazing to just know that this was something we were missing out on, and this should sort of be the norm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was just like, you know, when I see people, you, you know, somebody just. I don't know. It's just the mindset, I guess, is, is shifted. Like, I used to smoke cigarettes. I used to drink beer. I used to, you know, do all these different things. And now when I see somebody doing that and they're just, like, obese and barely can walk and they're smoking and having a beer and all these other things, I'm just like, is that what we're really here for? Like, are we just here to just, like, damage ourselves and just damage everything around us? It's just crazy how we just get so deep in that hole where, you know, and I mean, it's not necessarily our personal, like, our fault in a way. It's just how it got pushed on us in a, in a sense. But, yeah. like, wow, it's just crazy how, like, the norm is is that, is... You know, like smoking, drinking, doing all sorts of drugs or just or just feeding our body with just crap and just feeling that that's fine and normal and that exactly. I shouldn't have to change because somebody tells me to and, and this and that. It's like we just have to realize that there's there's better than that. We're not just on this planet to to trash it and trash ourselves, you know, it's 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 crazy. <laughs> I sometimes just don't even know what to say. Like it's just because I see it from a different perspective now, right? I was on this side and now I see it from a different way and I'm just like, wow, like it really hits you hard, you know, when you think about it. And you you really begin to feel the energy. So the energy mm -hmm. of cigarette smoke, you have alcohol, the energy of fast food, like you just sort of want yourself, you just sort of end up not wanting to spend time around these kinds of people that, you know, do indulge in those things mm -hmm. because you can, can feel how that vibration is sort of taking your energy away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty powerful. All those, those stimulants are just keep you, keep you doing it and it keeps your mind in that same spot where you're like, um, it just keeps you in that hole, really. All those stimulants, like the like even the fast food, is just so hard to like get away from. Like even now, like I rarely like eat fast food or if any at all. But like 
if I did or if I smell it, you know, you can you can almost feel it almost like attacking you, being like pulling you towards it, like ah, come on, like because it's it's just like that <laughs> smell even is just like almost make you just say screw it. I'm going to get a, you know, French fries and a burger or something. <laughs> and it's like, if the smell can do it, like imagine, you know, when you're putting it in your body for that many years, how, how strong it's going to be at that point, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. So how did it affect people around you, like your friends and family? So, um, when I changed sort of my whole mentality mm -hmm. and, and, and in this period, I, I noticed myself wanting to just have distance from from friends, from family, particularly family, because I noticed that when I would sort of be around them, I I wasn't in a place where I would be able to sort of explain sort of all of my thoughts at the time because I was still figuring it out. Um, and so there was sort of, I ended up clashing with my family a few times, you know, mm -hmm. um, just about small things that now I, I'm so, I'm, I can avoid a lot more easily, you know, <laughs> because I know what to say or like how to act. Yeah. Whereas before I was figuring it out. And so, yeah, as a result, it caused me to just distance myself a bit and sort of figure it out for myself and, and understand like this is in my journey right now, mm -hmm. and, you know, <laughs> They might not understand it right now, but maybe in the future they will. Yeah, for sure. Has it changed uh, at all since since you've started going plant based? Or I know it's only been two years, so it's not too too long. But yeah. have have has their it's, mind changed a bit, or are they like you know maybe a little bit yeah. more supportive towards it at all? Or yeah, it's been quite great to see the changes actually because. Mm -hmm. I have some other family here in England as well. Okay. Um, I have my aunt, my uncle, some cousins living here as well. And it's been amazing to see because of how passionate I was about sort of the choice I was making. Um, that really influenced my parents and pretty much all the family that I have here in England. So my, my, my sister is vegan now. My brother is vegetarian. Um, my dad is pretty much vegetarian. Nice. My mom still some fish like on occasion mm -hmm. uh, and then I have my aunties who are like really going plant-based as well and every time I go to their house sort of they they always have like vegan food now nice. um, so it's been amazing to just see everyone shifting as well yeah it's crazy how it'll plant the seed and that seed can can really grow you know from what it was before you even went plant-based to now you know it's you can see everybody changing around you. It, it feels good, and I'm sure they feel good too. <laughs> and I'm really, I'm really proud of my dad, especially because mm -hmm. every morning he, he wakes up and he starts his day with a with a fruit smoothie. Nice. So really impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess I gotta gotta get my dad a few re uh, smoothie recipes too see if he can jump on board <laughs> he he did he did watch um forks over knives i think him and my mom just not too long ago and he's they were all especially him i know my mom was kind of uh agreeing with it already and was kind of on that side but 
um, my dad is, was good to hear from him saying, you know, holy geez, yeah, like it, it really, it really makes you um, think about it, and like it really opens up some new perspectives. And I was like, yes, like you, I think you can kind of get it after watching that documentary. Like, you know, after all the time of me saying things, it didn't really seem like it was going anywhere, but like sometimes it all, all it takes is a documentary or, or a different type of information from somebody else. Right. And, and it yeah, can really, sure. uh, open up your mind. Yeah. So what would you say keeps you on this lifestyle? Um, so this is something that relates to yourself because your Instagram name is all about feeling good. <laughs> so I would, I would say it's exactly that because I, I really um, prioritize the way I feel to, to anything else. Yeah. Um, so I know that I feel great when I eat, you know, a lot of fruit. So <laughs> that keeps me that keeps me on track. And there has been instances where I've eaten other things, cooked foods, and sort of just notice how instantly my energy drops afterwards. So, mm -hmm. a reminder. For sure. Awesome. What would you say your favorite meals and snacks are? <laughs> yeah, so two years ago when I transitioned, watermelon was my favorite fruit to transition with. And I can say that two years on, it's still watermelon. <laughs> it's still feeling great. Nice. Um, snacks, uh, I suppose I prefer to eat big meals. Mm -hmm. um, I don't find myself snacking very often. Okay. Um, but if I do, then some nuts or like maybe maybe some other fruits like durian, for example, which Ooh. is super expensive. Yeah, I consider that a snack. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a snack slash treat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I would love to go to Southeast Asia to be able to to go to these durian buffets. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> I've only tried two dirty twice i've only tried it twice the first time was really good the second time was not good at all but wow. i can't wait to try again <laughs> i think you need to give yourself the uh patience and sort of um sort of the the freedom to be able to try it many times before making up your mind yeah for sure and there's there's all sorts of different types of durian too i've i've noticed so so who knows but um so what uh tips and tricks would you have for people trying uh interested in trying a plant-based lifestyle um so i definitely recommend starting the day with fruit um whether that's a fruit smoothie a smoothie bowl or you know um or some whole fruits it depends on the person or even just just sort of incorporating fruits onto stuff like cereal mm -hmm. if, if they really not ready to just have just fruit for breakfast so to incorporate some sort of fruit into the breakfast <laughs> for sure um, sort of kick the body into gear of um, sort of eating more naturally um, and yeah just just generally trying to incorporate more fruit and vegetables into their diet um, in the raw state and then aside from that if they want to experiment with other types of foods then they should have the freedom to do so as well yeah for sure awesome so last question um 
I think this is the the funnest question. <laughs> do you see a plant-based world in the future and how do you think we can make that happen? Uh, I do actually. I can really see. So for example, with with what I'm interested in, which is the raw vegan lifestyle, um, I notice myself wanting to be in, in the more tropical climate. So I've been to Brazil twice now, and it's been great to meet so many um, raw vegans there mm. who are just as passionate as I am about this kind of lifestyle. Um, and when I've met one, that sort of connected me to another one and sort of... Um, The number of raw vegans that are in the in these tropical countries is amazing and they're starting to do like more fruit festivals and sort of just really really sort of explaining the lifestyle to people around them and it's 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 sort of growing pretty fast actually so i'm really hopeful that at least in brazil which is which is what i've seen i mm -hmm. think i think it's that's really likely for to kind of create a community of, of like-minded people with, with their own land and just sort of living off the food that grows on that land. Um, whether that's going to be applied for the whole world, I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, food is something that's like really deeply ingrained into people's mindsets. Um, in countries where it gets super cold in winter time, you know, like you know, where they don't have many crops or, or fruits or even vegetables growing, sort of, they've, they've been living a certain way for such a long time that these people, like, and it's true, like, some people just won't change, so we can't change everyone. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think once uh, we get a big population of people in one area, being really close to doing the same thing and, and being vegan, I think um, once once that big group of people in one area is, is growing to a certain amount, we can we can see more of the impact in that area kind of thing. So it's like, and then I think after that, it could just grow even faster because more of the people that are still just questioning will it'll give them kind of more proof and more like, you know, um, proof that it works and it's healthy and that it's just way more sustainable. But it's it's more scattered, of course. There's countries that have a higher population of, of vegans and raw vegans and whatever. But um, if we can get like a good group of people in one area to, you know, to grow and, uh, show how it's done i think it'll make people realize a little it'll faster too yeah and the, the energy waves will sort of really ripple out and yeah it'll spread to other places totally for sure awesome oh. well that's uh that's about it for this podcast um is there Anything else you wanted to add, or you got you? Is there somewhere where people can find you, or reach you? <laughs> cool. Thanks for having me. Um, so my Instagram is uh, at frutariano, and that's uh, spelled fruit in the English way, <laughs> and sort of combines the uh, the Spanish with it as well. Okay. Nice. Nice. 
Yeah, so Instagram is what I mainly Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, um, thank you very much for being part of the podcast. It's, it was great chatting with you and hearing your story. And uh, I'm just going to keep on spreading the message. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And uh, I wish you the best of luck with, with uh, this podcast. Um, it's been great talking to you as well. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. We'll, we'll connect again soon. Cool. For sure, man. All right. Peace. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes each week. And if you enjoyed it, please leave a review as it will help spread the message. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any more episodes. Till next time, have a wonderful day.